Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. This week, starring Ryan, Terry, and Dee. You know how weird it must be to have a robot as a producer? Not Isaac the way Ad- of the future. Yeah, Isaac Asimov never saw this shit through, did he? He didn't, he didn't think it through when he did his Three Laws of Robotics. <laughs> that was then used in all the films related to his robot stuff. Mm. You know. Anyway, welcome to the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Episode uh, 94, he says, without checking the history. Yes. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Maybe it's 97, maybe it's 93, who knows? I mean, who knows? Maybe it's 42. I mean, it will eternally be 42. Oh, God, no, please don't. <laughs> so long, <laughs> and thanks for all the fish. Sad that it had to come today. I cannot believe we are we are moving to Hitchhiker's Guide of the Podcalaxy. It's an interesting start to the podcast, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Panda agrees. Rip, Rip Douglas Adams. Pour out, pour out a forty. Isn't that right, Panda? Yeah, I'm cuddling Panda. Okay, sure. Well, I'm. Uh, well, we better get the names going. I'm Ryan, and then we've mm-hmm. also got Terry. Hey. And we got D. Yep. And we got a panda. Woo! Panda's Believe it. Little panda's doing his. Whoop, whoop. Um. Fair enough. And we've also got producer Craig, who's. Uh, Silent as always, but monitors the Just situation. To, yeah, it doesn't have a flagship or anything. Yeah. Hopefully he'll listen and not get bored and walk out like he did on the uh, the Disco Elysium video that came out on Sunday. It's like, oh, fuck this shit. Yeah, I can't like, blame him. I mean, I mean, to be honest, he left at the introduction of Kuno, and, well... It got really interesting after Kuno. Like, you, except for uh, you, did the Scouse accent for half an hour. Yeah, you know what? And I've still got the sore throat to prove that. You and your... Yeah, you... I don't know why he chose Kuno as Scouse, but... Because Kuno is Scouse. Yeah. Or at least as he wasn't voiced in that. So, you know. Kuno. Um, I'm not doing a it again. Kuno Matata. Again. Oh, what a wonderful phrase. It means... It means no It worries. means fuck him in the dick. <sighs> so... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll stop with the Disco Elysium stuff, because that'll be for next time. But uh, we will move on to just the slight bit of odd gaming trivia. I mean, I wouldn't call it odd... But it was it was more forgot about for me. Odd gaming trivia. Oh, okay. So, what went into the black hole? Um. Well, nothing went into the black hole. But do you remember how last week, D, we were talking about void bastards? After we digressed about card hunter for like twenty minutes. You talked about void bastards for a while. Yeah. 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 Well, I was I was hyper that day, and I'm hyper today because uh, I may have may have drank two cans of Relentless before starting. But um. <clears throat> Well, what do you think? I did a Facebook Whee! rant about the Facebook rant about hating people who sit in there with their conspiracy theories. Oh, uh, you would love my nephew. Would I? He's a conspiracy theorist, not job. Oh, give us an example. Uh, no, just you talk to Brendan for like an hour and you'll figure it all out. Ah, okay. But would he I does need... the, Yeah, he, I've already debunked. He he did try to pull a flat flat world argument with me at one point. I kind of crippled that in about five minutes. Did you tell him they had members all around the globe? No, he said about the flat world, and I went, did it, did it, and it took me about five minutes to just, yeah, like, nope, not that one. But he likes talking to conspiracy theories anyway. It's his favourite yeah. subject. One of yeah. them. Uh, right, well, uh, I'll shake that off. Just shake it off. Keep, keep, be like social distancing and keep conspiracy theorists at least two metres away from you. Not, not, well, you know. not to be saved from the coronavirus. Just, just so that when you do fling something at him, you can say, "Well, I was a distance away." Well, you know, <laughs> the coronavirus was created by Billy Gates because he wants to put microchips in all of us through the vaccine. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like I put on my Facebook post for that, it was, uh, you know, it's a plot point that even Hideo Kojima would have said, "No, that's too much." And Hideo Kojima doesn't really have limits, almost. Oh, he, I mean, he did have nanomachines that did control people, but it wasn't spread like a virus, it was spread like a vaccine. Oh my god. Now, that wasn't the odd bit of gaming trivia. Anyway, the other one was, yeah, I was talking about voice, um, Void Bastards. Void Bastards. And mentioned that about the, the, the smart AI, which is effectively the protagonist of the game. Um, mm. And notwithstanding the bit where I fucked up, Poor research, Ryan. Poor research. And I said to you, D, that the characters or the the prisoners, the clients, had no backstory. A mm-hmm. little bit of a tiny lie. They do have a little bit of backstory in the form of the crime that they committed before they were dehydrated. Ah. Uh-huh. But 
it's it's like a randomly like everything else it was procedurally generated so it could be that you know they've been sentenced for 16 years for failing to pay their parking fine a little harsh yeah and the other one was skateboarding without permission you know it's like that's how that goes but the, the thing is the voice of the ai or um yeah i've forgotten the name of but he sounded familiar so do you like to play a little trivia game with you on this the the voice of the AI was a Mr. Kevin Breitling. Now, slowly I'll explain a game that he's well known for, and your job is to guess what that game is. Oh, okay. It uh, it uh, was a game about choice and free will. A game where its story may have been considered a parable. One that I've told you to give me the right answer now. Oh, stunningly parable. Correct. Yeah, completely forgot. It's not as good as the uh, voice in Portal 2. Oh, well. Which which one? Ellen McLean as GLaDOS or... Uh... Not GLaDOS. GLaDOS was in for all of it. But the J.K. Simmons? Is that his name? Wheatley? Yes. Oh, Wheatley. oh, oh. Stephen Merchant. Yeah, That's him the as well. One. Wheatley. Catch me, catch me, catch me. Ow! A good old bit of Wheatley. Oh. He, no, to be honest, they all made that game. But, in terms but, of the voice acting. Merchant, um, well, J.K. Simmons... Space. Space, space, space. Oh, not space, space. No, not the space core. But space! space. <laughs> nice timing. So, uh, you know. Yeah, so with that little bit of... Uh, I say odd gaming trivia. You see, a lot of these are just more... Odd gaming trivia has now become something that we may have forgot about on the last week's talk. Or just some random... Or random Terry thoughts. Like. Hey, random Terry Fold. Yeah, we should add that as a as a feature. Terry Fold. Oh wait, wait, no, I'm not going. Back you know how many times I look at my Steam list and see Portal and see ninety some odd percent achievements completed. Yeah, and then uh, look, you see that ninety odd percent, and you're like, and then you you click, you see the achievements, and you go, "Yep." I not- know exactly which one I haven't done, and I know exactly why it's not done. Well, no, ninety. On Portal 1, it's the Rocket Scientist achievements. Bronze, Silver, and Gold. I didn't do Portal 1, so... Uh, and Portal 2 is, I need friends. We need to do the Chamber 4 without killing each other. Uh, it's, it's multiplayer. It's stuff is, I need. Is it Professor Portal? I need Professor Portal. That's tough. It means you need to find someone who hasn't had the game before. Yep. I've got four achievements left in Portal 2. Professor Portal and a whole bunch of... Uh, Co-op ones, like survive the entire thing without killing each other. Oh yeah, that one is fucking awful. I mean, it's great once you get it, if you get it. I have only uh, one locked achievement for Portal Two. Oh, and it's the one that nobody wanted to help me with. Oh yeah, complete course four with neither you nor your co-op partner dying. Yeah, yeah. that's the that one is a bitch. It is. But I do have one, Especially two, that you got to three, four, at one point. five, six achievements. Six of the achievements are glowy achievements because only looks like none of them have more than eight percent. Oh, eight point six percent of the total people have that achievement. How is how is friends list with benefits a gold achievement? Where is it? While while playing co-op, hug three different people on your friends list. Yeah, I, don't I, see I don't that have one. that. I have that achievement. What game is that for? That's Portal, Portal 2. How? You managed to get it, I didn't. Mine's not gold. Wait, maybe it is. It just doesn't show yeah, up four, 4.3% of players have this achievement. I don't have a Portal. I don't have Still Alive. I don't have that Asking for Trouble. I don't have Friends List for Benefits. It doesn't show as gold on the list for some reason, but on on your Steam page for the game, it shows it there. Yeah, I'm there. I the only ones that like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm on the wrong page. I'm on my Steam library page where it shows the achievements. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. So do you want to do still alive at some point, Tara? I don't know if any of us will even have it in us, especially now that we haven't played the game for 17,000 years. Yeah. Last yeah, time I played it was 2014, so... Oof. Well, God, I've still got... I still have a lot of uh, Atlas and Peabody. I've got four Atlas and Peabody achievements to get. 
have five achievements left. One of those is completing chest chamber, uh, test chamber 10 in 70 seconds. Done that. I've got Sch Schrodinger's catch. <laughs> to catch a blue painted box before it touches the ground. Smash TV. I don't know why I haven't broken the 11 test chamber monitors yet. Party of three. Find the hidden companion cube in co-op test chamber. That uh, It stops. And then, of course, are still alive. Smash TV. Only 3.9% of players have that achievement. Wow. So um, I'm assuming there's, there's only 11. There's uh, one in each course. Yeah, I'm assuming there's only 11 monitors to break. Um, basically, if we go through still alive again, I need to go through and taunt, remember to taunt GLaDOS in each map. Well, you know, if you manage to get through it, you would be part, you would be better than 97.7% of players. You know what surprises me? Hmm. Um, that the one achievement that I'm missing, which is still alive, 2.3% of players have that achievement. But there's also Talent Show, which 2.5% of players have. And I find that one a hell of a lot easier to do than still alive. Never lose a cube in Chamber 6. Yeah. Of Party Gels. Yeah, we did that. I think me and you did that, Tara. I don't know who I did it with. Probably you. It was either you. I think I did also, some of them with Matt, some of them with you, some of them with Steph. Well, and I did do some with Chiz, but... Well, yeah, we fucking stayed up to watch the uh, to do the early opening of it. Yeah, yeah because I didn't even know about Portal 2. Until, or about Portal until Portal 2 was about to release then somebody gifted me Portal 1 like an hour before the release of Portal 2 and yep. I powered through Portal 1, beat the game and said yep, I'm getting Portal 2 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it happened I was staring at the old uh, like I was sitting there watching for the early unlock watching people unlock potatoes you know, yeah. granted, granted the game came out 6 hours early but my god it was worth it but yeah, what is it? Uh, I still have the uh, potato somewhere. Because you get a, you get it as an unlockable thing. Mm. Uh, the badge that says you participated in the potato run. Yeah, man, that was that was such a good ARG. Oh, I miss it. I miss good ARGs. You know, but am I new? Uh, what is ARG? Alternate reality game. Uh... Basically, real world logic and puzzles hidden in the real world to progress a game storyline that is otherwise fictional. Hmm. Um, current stuff now would probably, or the closest to like a current so ARG that, that happened Ingress. recently was the... Um, now, Ingress is an AR game as in a, an augmented reality game. Hmm. It did have ARG components, but okay. a, bigger, a bigger one would have been something like The Black Watchman, where it got to a stage where people could sign up and grant themselves... Um, security levels, which would determine their potential to get real-life phone calls sent to them. Oh, that one. And, and some players could end up going for like the secret agent option, where they would have to go through a psychological and physical test to determine that they were sound of mind enough to then be globe-trotted around the world for limited-time events. I mean, that kind of happened with the potato thing. Once people were starting to get too close to figuring out what was going on, they got, quote-unquote, kidnapped by Valve. By kidnapped, they got bed and board at a hotel near Valve's offices and sat there and was watching the ARG for the launch of Portal, which, you know... How do you I feel? Would... I'm a potato. Well, Apparently I... one of my friends has been playing Portal 2. On May 12th, they got the bridge-building achievement. <laughs> nice. go through... I did go through Portal 2 last year again. But I haven't gone through the co-op since we did it when it came out. Same. Most of my most of my stuff has been... I think they did add like one little extra set of chambers for an event somewhere down the line, but it wasn't part of the main co-op. Yeah, and it doesn't mm. have any achievement. Maybe one day we'll go back into that. Yeah. Do it as like a... a could do it as a video vid. Video, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Right. It'd be hilarious if we actually got Still Alive on tape. Oh my god! Just, just, just constantly coins. That yeah, would we... actually be a good like meme video of just us failing and getting frustrated and yelling at each other and just us oh. trying to get still alive between us. That's a very frustrating achievement. <laughs> and I hate to say it, D, but whoever gets stuck with you is going to get very frustrated a lot. Yeah. 
it's why no one was like, do you want to do still live? And everyone just went, no. Everybody. I've, I've seen it. I've heard excitement of people just going, oh yeah, let's do still live. And it just immediately peter out like a fucking big dipper. No, every time <laughs> I, I wanted, when I was hardcore into this game, which was like the week that it released, yep. which is pretty much when we got all the achievements. We pretty much just beat like everything in the first couple weeks that it was out. Mm-hmm. And I did yeah. mean, you guys all sort of worked through all the achievements. I helped out a bunch of people after I'd gotten the achievements redoing them. Um, and then every time I was just like, let's do still alive. No. Let's do still alive. No. Let's do still alive. No. And then we tried it a few times. Failed. No. Yeah. Um, I do like that. Uh, sorry, kind of another random thought. That the Steam list can be sorted by time. Yeah, no. Like how long you've been like you played something, so you can mm. sort of look back, and it, it reminds See, you of what you were doing back then. Do you want to know the scariest thing. part? You guys all got into Payday Two pretty hardcore. Yes, for a while. The last time I played Payday Two is 2014. Wow, so much was added since then. Yep, like, like a literally... storyline and guns. The last time I played that was the same time as I played Portal 2. Like, the same year that I played Portal 2 and Left 4 Dead 2 and Guns of Icarus. Oh, God. I barely... I, yeah, Guns of Icarus was the... Uh, oh! And the other big game that was the last time I played in that year. 2014 was a big year for me. Warface. <laughs> that was the last time I played Warface. Oof. I think 2014... If you look at, like... The amount of games that I played after 2014, my games teetered off big time. Mm. But I think that was a lot of that had to do with going into StarCraft 2, playing Minerals and mm. um, League of Legends. A lot of games were starting to pull us out of law or out of Steam at that point. Yeah. And then 2016, 2017, they started to come back. 2018, I... they came back a little bit too. Yeah, definitely. Just like, and that was, it's sort of like, yeah, like Steam had such a grip on PC gaming Actually, in those early 2010s. And then. Rewind in time, Chiz. In 2014, like, give or take 2015. What yeah. happened? I think you moved out of your house and moved in with Martin. It was around that time. Because that's sort well, of when everybody. That's when everything slowed down big time. Because you weren't on dis well, Ventrilo at the time very much. Mm-hmm. And so it just everything sort of died down for a little while. And then once you started to get everything sorted out and figured out and your new routines in place, which took a good year at least. Yeah. Employment um, was uh, sort of my like priority quest. Yeah, and then you didn't have the energy to do anything, plus having the distractions in the background was mm. just hard. This yeah. has become a very random podcast. Yeah. Memory Lane. Yeah, the, mem- yeah, the Memory There's Lane the podcast. name. There's the name for the podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Got that wrote down. There we go. So, while we're on some Memory Lane, I'll say, uh, this is this that was an attempt at a segue, which was awful. Hmm. Let's go from long-term memory to short-term memory. There we go. <laughs> Let's go to uh, okay. what's been played. What's been played? Uh, yeah, who's going first? Uh, I guess we well, can start from the top. Mine and Danny's um, are kind of the same, so I'll I'll do the one part that I know Danny's been doing, which is Minecraft. Pretty much this uh, last week to yeah, two well, weeks. While you've been, well, while you, we've been away, I've bought Control and started playing Control. So I'm going to talk about Control. Which yeah. I'll join in on that bit as well. Then I'll make it easy enough because that's the thing I wanted to talk about as well. So, so yeah, here's here's our oh, here's our fair. order. Terry and D will talk about Minecraft, and then me and D will talk about Control. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, basically, <laughs> me, Danny, and Stefan started. Well, I started a server so that we could all play together. Um, yeah, feed the beast Omnia. It's the newest mod pack that came out with the new Feed the Beast launcher that came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they call it the Feed the Beast app now, or desktop app, rather than a launcher. Mm-hmm. And when they released this, they also released this 
mod pack, which is running pretty much the latest Minecraft version with pretty much every mod that's available. Mm. And they're just constantly adding as many mods as they can as they get updated to this version of Mon- Minecraft. Yeah. And um, still it, need Tinkers Craft. Yeah, it still needs quite a few mods that we're used to. Um, that's why we're having the extra bit of challenge at the moment. Um, we're finding, to... finding the alternative ways around trying to figure out how to move items around and through worlds and stuff like that like with all the other mod packs that we played they always had the same core mods that we always stuck to and we were comfortable with this one has like a the few end of chest. yeah this one has a few of them but doesn't have a, some of them and it's just like it's a big learning curve and yeah it's been a workaround we've... well we're you've been there. doing a lot of work around i've been I haven't really done much except for I did what how much storage did I upgrade by? Yeah, you did a lot of storage upgrades while I was gone. But you have to do storage upgrades, storage upgrade from twenty K to three hundred and twenty K. Yeah, but that's how you play Minecraft. You you like to be given a task and you do it. If I don't have a task Yeah, if I don't have a task to do, I don't really yeah, it's like you didn't give me a task before you left, so I haven't really played Minecraft. Yeah. There wasn't much there until they start adding a few more mods, there really isn't much more we can do, like unless they add some more bosses or something like that. Um all we really have oh, we is need to get shulkers. Yeah, stuff's got a shulker armor now. Um I've got the angel I've got the halo. The I halo? like halo. Uh stuff gave me the halo because his flying was a bit off. But you can have creative fly with a halo. That's uh and it goes on your neck thing and it gives you creative flight. Oh. You need um the other electric wings. Yeah. From the end. That a whole bunch of diamonds and a whole bunch of other shit and you can make the angel here the angel ring or whatever it's called. Oh. Uh that gives you creative flight. That's how I've got creative fly. Oh, so I'm the only one that doesn't have creative fly right now. Racist. Um, <laughs> That's okay, I was the first one with a jetpack, so Well uh we need I think that it's Stuff used all the diamonds making the angel halo because he took, I think it's four blocks of diamonds, nearly five blocks. I burned through most of the diamonds before I left and didn't set off the miners because I was an asshole. But yeah, um, basically, we're we're, we're really struggling on diamond front. Um, And you're going to need dry ice at some point, so we need to find you a new dry ice biome to mine out. Pretty good for dry ice right now. Yeah, but you did mine out my entire mine, that entire chunk. There's still more. Not really. Not There's always chunk. more. There's always more, Danny. You're close to fucking hitting the bottom of the ocean. So yeah, but higher. I can still go further. I, would, I didn't go through the whole cold ocean. Anyways, on to control. They don't need to yes. hear about this craziness. Oh, oh, you want to hear about this craziness? Okay. So, <laughs> uh... We're not... Uh, we we didn't infiltrate a building that's hidden to the world called Old House that yeah. just happens to have world altering items, random objects that alter stuff. Mm. Where, so, yeah, so you go. slightly rewind it just a bit. Okay. Just as to what, what control is before we go for the story of control. As um, I Google it. Yeah, so it's a it's a third person action shooter with RPG elements and puzzles and stuff. Yeah, that um, was released by Remedy Games, uh, creators of Alan Wake, uh, Alan Wake, Alan Wake, Alan Wake, and Quantum Break, and they sort of like have their experimental way of storytelling in their games and control, as do you stated. You infiltrate a place called the Oldest House, a giant brutalist skyscape scraper in the middle of New York that no um, one can see. Perception filters. Yeah. Uh, unless you to know the... the building exists, that you're not meant to be able to get into it. Use the perception filters. Yeah, or as or as one piece of um, like intel around the area says, people can just accidentally stumble through the front door. Yeah, and you're meant to ask them what's going on and then send them on the way. Politely tell them it's a federal building and please leave. Um, oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the headquarters of the Federal Bureau of Control, which is not the SCP Foundation. No, it it is heavily inspired by that. 
confirmed by Remedy themselves that you know mm. some of the people loved the idea of SCP Foundation, which is a community creative writing project about or cataloging items that they call SCPs, which stands for Secure, Contain, uh, contain Protect. Uh, random stuff from there, including a piece of rebar where if you weren't staring at it, it would close into you and break your neck. Or uh, an infinite Ikea store that once you walked through the front door would extend everywhere. And there'd be no point in trying to purchase anything and leave because once you've entered, you're there. Yep. You're uh, I, I'm still finding it weird that some of the random objects that are... Uh, there's random objects that are alt word and objects. Like, one of them's a rubber duck. Just rubber ducking a room. Yeah, it's just a rubber duck in a room, and you're like, "Wait, that's one of the objects that uh, uh, were." Well, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I mean. In 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 control, they call them oops or objects of power, and events that happen due to the either like the misuse or an issue with said object of power is called an altered world event. Yeah, and. The main characters, Jesse Faden. Yeah, looking for a brother yeah. who appeared in the they had a oops moment when they were little. Mm. They had apparently found a slideshow projector. projector that could take them to different areas, but the altered world event was some demonic Thing. force coming out of it and killing the town of Ordinary. Yep, no uh, lies, exactly. town of Ordinary. Yeah, they just came from an ordinary town. Uh, and they're the only survivors of Ordinary. Yeah. Um, and and he, he was dragged away, she went on the run, and has spent the rest of her time to infiltrate this building to take him out, but gets caught in a internal lockdown of the facility due to an otherworldly entity called the Hiss. Oh, she calls them the Hiss because they make a high-pitched sound. And she means now that she's the director, they just went, yep, we'll roll with that that term. What she says goes. She tries to confront the original d- director of the facility who shot himself in the head because he couldn't take it anymore. Well, mm. I'm guessing there are story plot points later on that show that he was more prepared than he'd like to admit. It, It's more the, what the gun is required than anything. Mm. Um, well, yeah, plays like an action third-person shooter other than that. Uh, I did find out that... Uh, did you... Did you click on to the fact that uh, our gun that we have, it says it could have been Mel... It, it's most likely been Melnir at one point. Service weapon might have been the hammer that Thor used. Uh, basically, it's been around since ancient times, but it's took each, each time it takes a different form. It's I have a new name. challenge for the podcast listeners. So right. You can understand what Danny's saying. You can win the prize of knowing what Danny said. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the service weapon in control is, is the weapon that you use. Uh, it says previous forms. One of them was Molnir from Thor. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Um, but it is your it's your main it's your main form of combat. Well, I say main. It's your starting form of combat. You then learn like supernatural abilities once you've proved yourself to the board, which can only be described as a giant black pyramid that spends actually most of its time breaking the fourth wall because all its dialogue mm. has a slash in it. So it'd be like, like pick up the gun slash prop yeah. or um, it's like proceed through this challenge slash game. So it's, it's, well, like it's like speaking to Jesse in one form and speaking to the player at the same time. Yeah, it's like um, uh, it's like the kinetic, telekinetic power was a, 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 a giant floppy disk. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, one of the objects of power is a floppy disk that had the ability to telekinetically throw stuff around. So the first thing you had to do was catch up to it when some poor sloppy Joe guy gets killed by a flying mail tube. Yeah, um, but, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we seem to be able to control multiple things of power to a degree that no one else has been able to even achieve. That's that's the the sort of thing on it, and that makes you it makes you an interest for the people of the FBC. But you know, sort of also makes you. I don't want to ruin any more plot points for because I know a bit more than you because I'm now got through 
R and D, and I'm in the next area after that. Whereas I've only got where have I got through executive, and I'm in the middle of the maintenance maintenance area with the friendly janitor Auntie, who I have not. I'm not stupid. Game, by the way, he obviously hears what she's saying. Mm. It's classic because there's these points where Jesse's dialogue in the game is all over the place because she's talking in her own head to us and to the other person yeah. all at the same time it's like this there's this sort of i can only assume object to power or something this like weird circle spirally thing i don't know the name of it because it's never mentioned or at least it it's is, not been mentioned so you, far to me yeah you'll find it in the next chapter yeah but it'll just flash up on the screen and when it flashes up the, on the screen jesse immediately responds to it but she's also speaking to us, the the player, and to the people around in the oldest house. But the janitor, Auntie, or Artie, is he? Something like that? I don't know, he speaks Russian and Romanian or something. Yeah, he's, he's, he speaks, you know, as he does. And what happens on that is that she'll, she'll say something, it's just like, Artie is a guy that looks like he has a friendly face. So he's speaking to the player. Oh, she's speaking to the player, and then suddenly Atty goes, I've had many faces. And it's like, what? Yeah, there's got to be more to Anti at some point. Yeah. Because but... he's a janitor, quote-unquote. Yeah. But, uh, you know, combat involves running around, shooting stuff when it appears, when it locks you in rooms where it's kill or be killed. You use your special abilities to kill stuff. You use the gun to kill other stuff. Learn their weaknesses and their weak spots, which you'll get through intel files. It's and like the um, quickest way to the quickest way to deal with the shield dudes, by the way, Ryan, is just a lob a piece of granite at them. Oh, I know that. Just trying to shoot the shield off them is a pain in the ass. No, it was it was more my okay. I will admit this. I obviously didn't find the optimal strategy on how to kill the flying hiss boss when you end up in the mail room. Other I've than had the stay yeah. Other the first time I got cover. flattened by him. And then the second time I went, ah, hide behind wall and throw stuff at him. And then shoot him. Yeah. So, yeah. But if you like weird, if you like good combat with weird story, hmm. control. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, is that what we've talked about? I know I was rumbling for a while. We've been doing a lot of rumbling in memory lane at the moment. Eh, we, we, we managed to talk about it. We got to some description of a game um very very briefly played ghost recon breakpoint because it was about a fiver and it's uh, it's ghost recon wildlands but strictly worse oh so uh yeah fun so wildlands wasn't that great so we've wildlands done the past was fine we've done the past the present uh, and maybe a quick look into the future yeah uh well you have the present thing well slightly past the present thing is the Oh, the new story. Yeah, the new story where. Oh yeah, um, we saw that present. Yeah. yeah, that the servers got fucked because everyone was trying to get a free yeah. copy of GTA. You, you well, let's rewind slightly again and let's get there. News time. Yeah, so a little bit into the past. Yeah. So apparently, Epic Games' free game was uh, GTA Five. That is it from was. This, this week. Yeah, it was a GTA oh, Five Premium Edition. Yes, thirty-one million dollars. Oh yeah, and guess who wanted it? Everyone. <laughs> as as I think, as someone said on Twitter at some point, it's like, how can it be that a seven-year-old game that everyone has got, including my grandmother, can still take down a server? <laughs> it's why because now playing... you get to download it again and have a brand new account. Yeah. Well, no, uh, well, it's why when I've been playing GTA the last few days, it's been god awful. The last few days has been brutal, uh, mm. server side anyway. It's like yeah. la- mixed with the lag and the fact that it's like there's now a hundred billion people in your lobby. It's like go away, people. It's like no, you're gonna have people in your lobby. It's like oh. Well, I guess yeah, it's clever marketing by by Epic and um, Rockstar again. I mean, given into this, so with anyone who's been around or known about Epic for the sort of eighteen months that it's been out now is that every Thursday they would give away a game for free into your library. And mm-hmm. it could be a small game, it could be a big game, it could be multiple games. Um, 
But recently, what they did for this is they said they were going to give games for at least 2020, and they'd be doing, they'd be um, sort of reevaluating whether it was good for business or not each year. What they did at the end of April is they stopped showing people what the next free game was. It's just a mystery game that comes out every yeah. Thursday. Yeah, so it just um, unlocks, and and someone had spilled the beans a day before that it was going to be GTA, and that's sort of what happened there. Someone had found it. It's like someone spilled the beans, or an advert, an advert went out too early, and Epic hastily deleted the tweet. Fast forward to four o'clock in the afternoon UK time on Epic Break, May the thirteenth or the fourteenth or something like that. Yeah, May the fourteenth, and uh, yeah, the servers went down for eight hours. It was tough because they also opened up a May sale, which is where we got control from. <laughs> yeah, the Epic's got a... Yeah, that's the weird thing with that one as well. You get a £10 coupon every time... You buy a game that's over 15 quid, you get a £10 coupon to get it off. And then you a... once you've done that, you get another coupon if it was over the 15 quid anyway. That so and... it, kind of, it kind of perpetuates... Well, yeah, it, it, it perpetuated business. I mean, because actually, considering it, the first coupon you get is free. Because you get it for, yeah, for just, getting GTA for just logging on. I got it when I claimed GTA for the fun mm, of it. Maybe, maybe that, maybe it was checking the store for the first time, one or the other, but irrelevant, really, because you got the free Yeah, we got thing. the coupon. But yeah, and the coupon every time now, you do it, you get another. If you spend over 15 quid on the game. Yeah, I'm on the third coupon. That's as if the value of the game is 15 quid. Well, using. To use the token required you to play on a game that was 15 quid or more before the coupon was applied. Mm. You could just keep going. Yep. Until you, until you bought a game that was less than... Cause... Yeah, but all of that money is still going back to Epic, which is why they don't care. Yeah. yeah. It, well, yeah, it, I, I, mentioned, I mentioned that to you, didn't I, D, at the time, that it was like... It's ingenious, it's... almost. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how quickly people's resolve for the Epic Games boycott disappeared. I, you will never see me buy an Epic game ever again. They're awful. They're owned by Tencent. They're Chinese. You know, it's Chinese stuff. They, they, they did all this. Oh, GTA Five. Sweet. Or even just the free games. A lot of people are like, oh, well, I'll just have the Epic launcher and get a free game. That's what I was generally doing. I bought, um, yeah. I bought Control because you played. I watched you play Control for five minutes. I went, ooh, yeah, it's a weird ass game, and that's why. But um, the other thing that had come up, according to this Verge post or this Verge uh, news story, is that it didn't just affect the Epic Store. So I had a nice little laugh here. It also affected Battle Breakers, their mobile puzzle game. And it also affected, uh, sorry, Fortnite. Oh God! Yeah, because people wouldn't uh, be able to get onto the Epic Store to play Fortnite. It's yeah. probably through the Rockstar Launcher, isn't it? Fortnite's a Epic game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and assuming the servers were fucked, it would have fucked Fortnite over. Yeah, because it's sending so many downloads, it's screwing everything up. Oh yeah, the servers would have just basically gone. Uh, so it was, it was fun. It was fun. So uh, yeah, that's the that's a little bit of news story. Now uh, Terry did mention and alluded to past, present, and future. So what's the future? Yeah. Well, I I brought up an idea that I've been thinking about for about a week, but I've been into Minecraft. I didn't want to push onto a new game. Well, mm-hmm. not a new game. I'm going back into an old game that I I can't get over this game. I I love it dearly. Space engineers. Space I want to do. Engineers. I want to do another survival world, and Danny's really the only person that plays it with me. Stefan occasionally logs in and does nothing, yeah, well, and then logs out. Well, it, that's if we've got a build project. Um, oh, there's a, a thing in mind that I'll join you with. It's like with most games, Terry, isn't it? I'll join you if there's something in mind in particular. Yeah, if there's point to it you'll join pretty much you, you need you need some sort of goal you don't you're not a big fan of just creative games if you don't have a goal yeah um but i've been thinking of this one idea um you want to build a base don't you or the main point of this is i want to have a mobile base so it's going to start out as a really big vehicle 
It's mm. going to be semi-maneuverable, probably have drills in the front of it, and so it can gather some of its own stone and ice rather than us trying to mine it and fill it with smaller vehicles. It's just going to turn into a flying Atlantis at some point. Pretty much. My end game for it is to have it start as a mobile vehicle. We'll probably start on an ice lake close to an edge mm. of it so it can mine stone, it can mine ice, so it can maintain itself. Um, and then as we get more advanced, I'm planning on having the drills so they can move up and down. Mm. So we should be able to tunnel into a into a a cave to get decent amount of stone. Yeah, because um, oh, the thing that we found out last time is the veins are underground a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm not too worried about veins. We're going to need shit tons of stone. I am going to be running one mod in this this time, and that's okay. a concrete so tool. Uh, it should automatically download it when you go to try to join the server. Okay. It's just... It's a basically it gives us the ability to use gravel to make terrain, like smooth out the terrain. Okay. That way. That was a that was a big problem last time. Yeah, trying to build platforms to build on is a is a nightmare. Because you have to weld it, and then it spazzes out if you don't, and then if yeah, where this uses resources that we barely ever have any use for, which is gravel. But yeah, let's. I want to get more to. The plan of this is you start with this car, really big car, basically, with the refinery and everything you need on it. And my hmm. end game is to try to get it to every planet and moon, because there's an achievement that not a lot of people have got in this game called Explorer. Visit all planets and moons in survival mode. So I'd hmm. like this car to be able to take off and land on planets and moons. That also means it needs to be FTL. Because the only way to get to the planet and moons is to the, jump. Is the FTL jumps. Yep. What so is... it's gonna be a bitch, but it'll be fun. <laughs> I think it'll give us a, it'll give us a task. Yeah, that's not gonna be easy by any stretch of the means. Getting to a, getting to the moons a pain in the ass. Yeah, the first time because I think we have to get a certain resource from space before we can even get the jump drives. Yeah, it's I think platinum. platinum or something. Yeah, I don't think um, we can get platinum on. Well, we platinum's a bitch to find on surface. Yeah. So what I'm hoping for is that. And then we need to, it needs to be big enough. Yeah, but how? Then we have to calculate the weight because it's going to be so fucking heavy. How we're going to get it out of orbit? Use up most of our ice before we go anywhere. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's going to be. It's, it's going to be an experience. It, it will um, be an experience. It's going to be frustrating as hell, but fun. But entertaining! Kind so of. that'll probably be what we talk about next week. Indeed. If we've got any way with it, and if we haven't had an aneurysm by that point. Chances are, I think I could sort of foresee the biggest problem we're going to have, and that's the fact that our base moves. And when we have a base that moves, I can just see it destroying itself, getting stuck in a hall, blowing up, crashing... Because gravity, uh, not gravity, um, anything. Those f block errors. Yeah, physics. Oh. I'm, I am pretty good at avoiding those block errors now. I, I know what I'm doing when I make. I'm only going to be making one multiple grid, or actually no, there's going to be a couple multiple grids on this thing, so I got to be careful. But. But yeah, there's um, it's the physics of the game is. The game brutal. has some pretty broken physics. Um. You're going to have so and, much use of the technical difficulties music. Oh, yeah. Basically, in this game, I'll, I might try to record some of it. Uh, but now that there's the, that internal... It's like when we create that thing and it just creates an internal error and just sends it flying like 3 billion miles. Yeah, like, basically, why? there's a bit of weird physics. Every time you have a moving part, so say part of your ship wants to rotate, you put it on a rotor. Well, the part that rotates counts as a second grid, or a second ship even. It's connected via that rotor, but it's a second grid. And if that grid has any contact with the other grid, they co have collisions. Sometimes the physics doesn't take those collisions very well, and what might 
it may start to fly off the world or spin out of control or oh, explode. Exploding is usually the better thing to do because if it just starts spinning out of control, there's almost nothing you can do. If it explodes, yeah. you can deal with it and repair whatever survives. Just creates a huge fuck off crater. That's happened yeah. before. It's just flown or off when, and created a huge crater. Yeah, or like when I managed to break the the weight physics somehow. Uh, I cut off some of the blocks and for some reason it still thought they were connected, so the center of mass was way off. And yeah. Like, I had cut just a few blocks off of a base that had some huge storage containers in it with a lot of ice in it, which has made it really heavy. And these blocks then plummeted into the ground and just drilled their way through because they had, quote-unquote, so much mass to them. Oh, that was the Ice Lake incident. Yes, that was the Ice Lake incident. You're just like, he's like, Tara, it's like, it. Like, uh, my, it, whoa. It, it was one hey! hole that it drilled. Yeah, it just created a huge fuck off crater. Just random armor blocks that had a glitched mass. <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> yep. It looked like a meter had struck. Oh, good. Yeah, because of. Yeah. It, there's a lot of random physics bullshit that you go. Yeah, this it, game's been out for a long time, but it still has its fun bugs, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, if it has a spectacular moment, it's epically spectacular at times. It's like uh, uh, you had this block, and you're like, "Please don't break! Please don't break! Please don't break!" Oh, it broke. It bum, broke. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, no, the best part about it is like when you accidentally cut your ship in half. Mm. There's absolutely no chance of getting them back together. Nope. There's like it just it's like um it's it like just when, doesn't happen. It's like if one of the blocks explodes. Say the yep. container explodes and you've got the container in the middle. Uh like how can I describe it? it I, I got a better physics for you. I understand where you're going where it basically shatters your whole craft. But yep. the main reason it does that is because for some reason Say a cargo container is a 3x3. Three three. Sorry, a 3x3x3, three because three three, we're in a 3D grid. Yeah. The amount of stuff it can store, if you're, if you're mining ice or any ore, stone, whatever, if you fill that container, the giant rock that will come out of it, if it breaks, is bigger than the container. Yep. So uh, if you have a shell around your storage container of blo armor blocks, and somehow the voxels bend and destroy that container, well, all of a sudden this giant rock appears inside your craft and destroys it from the inside out. Yep. I, I, I like to call it uh, that the storage containers have a, like a, a vacuum compression kind of thing. It's got some kind of like pocket dimension, almost. Yeah, basically. It's like then a once the container breaks, the pocket dimension breaks and this big fuck off boulder comes out. It's like just some sort oh. of compression storage or something. Yeah, it just creates this giant fuck off boulder. It's like hi, <laughs> bye base. Or it's always better when they go flying, like chunks of rock go flying everywhere, and like you're just like, where is that gonna land? And there goes that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a oh, fun game. One... I, oh, uh... you with a you with that fucking forklift. <laughs> the forklift. <laughs> This little tiny... I, I guess we should. We, 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 we managed to flip so many vehicles that I had to design a vehicle to reflip other vehicles. Because they kept Christ. landing upside down. And so I designed this little tiny, tiny vehicle that could lock itself onto the ground and use pistons to just basically lift just about anything. <laughs> and yeah, I, I've done some pretty crazy things with that. And... Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. A lot of the times it didn't. <laughs> yeah, and it just left a big fuck-off hole. All the, it's like the both vehicles got blown to smithereens. Yeah, like the times that I tried to lift vehicles by their cargo container. <laughs> yeah, you hit the cargo container, it sets off the internal thing, and then it just goes boom. Anyways, uh, I think that's enough. Uh... Space engineers.
Space Engineers craziness. <laughs> until next week. Yeah. yeah. Until, basically, if you haven't played Space Engineers, it's it's slow growing, but can be fun. Oh, well, give that a try, and we'll see what that talks about next week. I assume it'll end in explosions. In fact, it'll probably start in explosions, won't it? There'll be well, explosions like... somewhere in the way. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. not necessarily start, but definitely within the first half hour, I'm sure there's be at least one explosion. Oh, you'll hear <laughs> one of us go, oops. Dead! <laughs> yeah, damn it, oh, oops. Oh, classic. Or it'll be me going, Danny! <laughs> and I'm like, just, Terry. Just drifting out into space. Danny! No, you're like, like, you're like, no, you're like, Danny, and it's normally he's done something. He's done yeah. you. And he's like, Danny, don't look. Danny, don't look. <laughs> look away, Danny. Because if, yeah. I've, if I've just spent like an hour and a half building a space for Terry to blow it up in 10 seconds. Yep. That's, that's yeah. happened a few times. Yeah, it works, isn't it? You do. I do like a good hour and a half, two hours, like solid building time. Terry blows it up in five minutes. Uh, classic. Right. Well, we best get to wrapping this up then, because we've been going for nearly an hour. Okay. So yeah, we need to do the whole like, share, subscribe, click the notification bell, and all that jazz. Yeah, which you have just done. Once again, Woo! if you can understand Danny, you get brownie points. Like, share, subscribe, share all the videos, leave comments, give thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't care. It's engagement. Um, and yeah. And yeah, we love you all. Yeah, we do that. And uh, look forward to next week where we talk about space engineers and the explosions thereof. So until next time, thank you to Terry and Dee. Mm. And Terry seems to have died. Oh, no, wait, there he is. I had to coffee, Danny. Uh, <laughs> And until and the villagers are signing off. (laughs) Bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.